This episode is brought to you by Shepherd the Flock Pastor and Elder Retreat, happening September 24th and 25th at Renovation Church in Syracuse, New York. Head on over to renovation315.org to find out more information or stay tuned. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, and thanks for telling your friends about us. This is a podcast about that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name's Jimmy Fowler, Executive Pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. And I'm Steve McCoy, and I'm a member of Redeemer Fellowship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Stephen... Stephen. Stefan. <laughs> Everyone at work now calls me Stephen because you always call me Stephen. <laughs> well, I tried to like have you fit in better. I was like, Stefan. <laughs> I was like, there's my Gloria Estefan. <laughs> yes, I get called Gloria Estefan at my workplace. <laughs> Not excited. Steve, I want to thank you for being on the podcast and for guest uh, co-hosting with us while Joe is away. Um, and... Uh, he should be back shortly. Um, um, right now, Lord willing, believing he's going to be on next week's. He'll be back awesome. on next week's uh, podcast. But I could be wrong because I'm I'm not the Lord. And trust me, everybody can't wait for Joe to be back. Oh, I I, yes. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Though, you know, feel like you're a great fill-in. You've done fantastic I'm this week. Su- I'm just super amazing. I, you are. I, yeah. And, and I, I want you to finish well. Mm. And I know you're a little bit depressed right now, but I need you to speak into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, told, I told you, like, I haven't talked this much in a long time. <laughs> but uh, uh, I alluded to it on, on Tuesday's episode. How are you doing? How am I doing how, with what? How are you doing? You seem down. Why? The last 24 hours have been horrific. <laughs> I, I have cried more in the last 24 hours than at my daughter's wedding. <laughs> so, so you cried for Rizzo's with the Yankees. Rizzo. Rizzo. Uh, oh, he hit a bomb yesterday. Yeah. Bryant is San Francisco. San Francisco Giants. And then Baez, the Mets. Yes. And then um, we have some other guys that went places. And Tapera pitched for the White Sox last night. I don't know if you saw that. No. He came in when the White Sox were winning by one, gave up a home run, a single, and a walk, and got pulled. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody won that trade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Winning, winning. Well, come on, well, well, Travel. But we're not. But we're not. We're not winning. No games. No. Right now. <laughs> what is I? What is? So as soon as Rizzo, yeah, all of a sudden I start getting text messages. One of which was from uh, uh, one of our brothers here, uh, uh, Bradley. I'm going to just go ahead and say it, uh, Brad Nelson. And yeah, he uh, texted me too. <laughs> all he does is goes. Here we go. You go, my heart hurts. <laughs> and I, no context, but no, I knew. You knew exactly I what knew. it was. I knew. I go, Rizzo? And he goes, yeah. And so I sent him a photo of an empty uh, uh, bourbon glass. I go, current state of my heart. <laughs> and he goes, empty? Nothing left to give? I go, empty without Rizzo. <laughs> my heart is empty without Rizzo. <laughs> yeah, Obvious Shirts that does uh, Cub shirts and stuff. They have some great, like, forever my captain and stuff like oh, that. Oh, that's pretty yeah, good. pretty cool. No, yeah, no. I don't know what, okay, we could talk about this off air, but I, I just, I don't, uh, wh- everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. You know, I mean, Hayward's still here. You know, but, but he's not everyone. But he's not Trust everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Watch him play. But, but I mean, uh, Contreras? Contreras is there. He's, he's not, there. His contract's not up. Um, But just to, yeah. just to offload everyone. I mean, yeah. Schwarber was, was a, we understood that. Yeah. You know, uh, and to a degree, I don't understand Rizzo. I get it. One year left. 
But at the same time, like you're gonna, why would you not renew with him? I mean, he's still he's still producing. Yeah, I, I think the issue is Baez is producing. If we want to sign any of those guys, we can still get rid of them now, give them to somebody else for a rental, and then when their contracts up, we can still sign them if we want for the same price that we would have paid this year. So now we get to gain something from them for the rest, not not for this year, but for the future. And we didn't have that back when we were rebuilding in 2014. We didn't have the people to give up. We had to build everything from scratch. So now that we have so much uh, talent and we're not going to win the division, you give up. But if you want to sign them back, you can. If you don't want to sign them back and you think you got what you need, then in a couple of years, we're going to be hot again. That's yeah. that's the goal. That's the goal it's, mentality. It's, it's, at least that's what I'm telling myself <laughs> when I look in the mirror. Or, or. Uh, the plan's going to fail. It's going to be an utter <laughs> failure. And speaking of utter failures. <laughs> mm. We're talking about Joe now? No. Oh. 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 <laughs> I couldn't figure out fast enough which button yeah, it was yeah. to, do the, the rim the, to do the thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you know, talk about failure, talk about discouragement. Yeah. Now, we've talked about this in the past, especially in the, in, in the midst of ministry, but I'm still, at least, you know, I'm still hearing and seeing and, you know, receiving messages uh, and prayer requests from brothers out there that are um, unsure of what the future of ministry holds for them, mm. right? The, you know, they've had this year of lockdowns and we've had this year of, of um, division yeah. within the body. You know, uh, some people thinking, hey, you know, don't don't open up at all. Others saying, you know, uh, um, why did you not open up faster? You know, uh, some churches having social distance and mass. Others saying, why would you do any of that? And and because, you know, you're just believing the lie of of the government trying to, um, you know, oppress us and keep us down. Right. Uh, and so pastors, though, unfortunately, received the 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 brunt of that. Right? Yeah, uh, it almost feels like it doesn't matter what you do. You're still going to alienate or upset somebody. Um, and I know we've talked about like for Joe and I and for us as, at Redeemer, like uh, as elders, it's been it been incredibly um, discouraging at times, hard, stressful. Uh, but at the same time, we've seen God work in our hearts and in work in, in the hearts of others in and through them at Redeemer. Um, but it doesn't always pan out like that. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't always pan out like that where you can kind of work as you you go through the season and then you come out of it stronger, uh, mm. more secure. I mean, you've had that in, in, in your ministry experience going through this season of discouragement and trial and coming out of it. I mean, for I, I say this not callously, right? Like com, coming out of it and leaving it. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. And, and I, I don't want to say that callously you know what i mean yeah yeah it was uh, a <clears throat> it was it was 12 years of uh it was a constant battle because you're you start i started by going into a church that needed to change yeah and i told them i was not going to come just just quote unquote be their pastor uh and i don't know if that was quite the right thing to say but that's i think what helped me to but you were upfront and honest was, it wasn't it wasn't right. like you were a trojan no coming like a trojan horse coming in getting everyone on your side and then and then uh uh pulling you know shocking them and changing everything you were upfront and honest saying this is the direction i feel we need yeah. to go and i'm going to take us there are you yeah. going to have it and it was actually the reverse like i came in very open and honest about what i wanted to do and how much needed to change at the church and they were very receptive to that and then within the first year the the two or three main leaders of the church were completely just against it. 
Yeah. They just decided we're not going to follow this young guy. Yeah. And I had a lady in the church say, you know, I can't even listen to you preach because you're so young. And I'm like, so it's not anything I'm saying. And they're like, no, what you're saying is fine, <laughs> but I can't listen to you preach. And I'm like, what in the world is that criticism? No, know? no. And, and I mean, I'll say this on air right now and I'm going to go ahead and say it. I remember one night calling you uh, after I, I preached at your church. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Yep, I do. I remember calling you and I, I, I was torn by it. I was so torn to give you the phone call. But I remember there was a, a, a conversation I had with an individual at your church. And uh, and it, it left me with this sense of, I feel like Steve's getting set up right now. And I was like, listen, brother, I just need to know. I'd let you know. I don't know what's going on. Because I didn't know the history. I didn't know everything going on. Right? Uh, yeah. But I was like, hey, I just need you to understand. I, 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 I'm getting a bad vibe. I have a bad feeling. And the words he's saying sounds to me like you're being set up for something. Be yeah. careful. And, and I, I felt bad because I didn't want to put it because I didn't know everything. I'm thinking yeah. I don't want to put this thought in Steve's head. Yeah. And I don't remember what my response was. I don't know if you remember, but I, I assume my response was I'm not surprised or, you know, I, things, it, it, it was something along. It was along those lines. Like, yeah. I, I, it goes, it, you said it's not shocking to me. Hmm. It's in line with what I'm seeing. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And I, I didn't ask for anything else. I didn't feel like it was my place to ask for. Anything sure, else. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, boy, it was. Um, and I mean, that's, you know, that's probably closer to the end of it. Um, no, it was. It was. Right. It was, it was, it was, uh, that's why I was like, man, like a year later, <laughs> a yeah. year and a half later, I was like, oh, dang, what'd I do? You yeah. Know? I, you know, I, I think there's some different ways. Maybe we could just talk about some different ways that I felt discouragement. Yeah, let's um, do it. So one of the ways that uh, that I and I, I'm sure everybody is a, as a pastor or whatever type of ministry you do, you get discouraged is uh, just through your own insufficiencies, or the, the things that you do wrong, the things that decisions yeah. you make that don't pan out, whatever it might be, but it's, you know, it's on you. Yeah. And it's not necessarily character, right? It's right. Not necessarily yeah, yeah. I'm not saying failure in ministry. No, no, but we're talking like maybe you don't have the, the, the skill set. Yes. Uh, you know, one of the things I had to deal with was being at a church that had, uh, and, and pretty much everybody at the church would have said that maybe everybody would have said it, that we didn't have anybody that was there that was qualified at the time to be an elder. So I was pastoring. I had a weird committee that was basically making decisions for the church at the time that I, you know, came into, and uh, there was no one there that I could even train uh, at that time. That's why I needed to treat it like a restart. Like we had to mm-hmm. figure out how to how to make something out of this. We had we had property, we had some resources, but that's that's it. Mm-hmm. And 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 a core of people that wanted something good, and then a whole bunch of other people it turned out didn't uh, want to change. So. You know, for for me going into it, uh, I've so much was put on me. You know, and and maybe that was my mistake for coming in. I had to I had to wrestle with that idea. Hmm. You know, should I have not come in there? Then uh, about a year in, we tried to leave. We tried to go and uh, and plant a church. And I actually had a plan set up and talked to. Um, uh, I won't say what group they are, but they uh, they start with Acts and they end with twenty nine. Um, and I, I talked to some pastors there about this plan, and they um, they basically said, "No, we think you should stay at your church and raise up some elders." And I'm like, "We we would have to become a totally different church." So at the time, that ended up not being uh, very good advice to be truly uh, true true about it. But the, so much of ministry feels like it's it's on me. Even when you have like like our church does here at Redeemer, uh, a strong group of elders, uh, godly people, loving people, great servants. Um, I'm sure Joe, lots of times, just feels like I I don't 
there are things I don't do well that I, I, and you feel the weight of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, feel the guilt of that. <clears throat> Not necessarily the shame, but just you just feel inadequate. Mm. Uh, and so that could be just very discouraging in ministry. And it, and it was in mine. There, I felt like the the preaching task I was good at, and then so many other things. You know, I just I I can I'm I think I can do good in counseling because I'm good at analyzing things, but I'm not, I don't sound very compassionate. Like none of my kids would say, dad just sounds like a great listener. No, it's no, you're room. horrible at it. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm and okay. You got that, like you got that face. <laughs> Do you, know I mean? you just have that face. <laughs> I had to tell Steve before coming on, I was like, Steve, I need you just to smile, <laughs> smile, big smile while we record. He's like, why? It's it's a podcast. No one's going to see. I'm like, because your joy's going to come through because you always look like, <laughs> you're like, you're a rabbit. Oh, you're a rabbit from Winnie the Pooh. Come on. <laughs> you're I'm, a hybrid I'm, of but rabbit I'm not, I'm not Eeyore. Eeyore. I'm not no, Eeyore. you're a hybrid. I'm not a negative god. Well, I'm kind of. <laughs> yeah, what, is, what are you talking about? Yeah, Joe's more negative than me yeah. at the very least. So, yeah, you know, it, it's discouraging in ministry um, when you just feel like you don't have everything that it takes. And the way that you and, and I think the right way to think about ministry is you're not supposed to have everything it takes. Yes. Um, that That's why we have a plurality of elders. That's exactly right. That's why we have, you know, parity yeah. among the elders. That's why, that's why we, you know, come together and we support each other and yeah. we we uh, um, free. Yeah, we free each other up. To be able to minister in the gifts that God has given yes. each one. You don't have to all work on your uh, organizational weaknesses. Yeah. You just need to find other people who can yeah, do those yeah. things. Nah, 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 nah. You still got to be organized. You no, still of course. Do yeah, we're not yeah. saying that. I'm saying there's some bare minimums that, here. Yes, of course. And I'm but, not going to name anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but but I don't have to say I need to be uh, you know, the best counselor yes. in the church. Yes. We ended up having a guy come in that we thought was going to be a, an elder until he had to move away, mm. but he was fantastic at counseling. So, yeah. so guess what happens? He, he's the one who helps. He's the one that does carry it, right? some of that. It's a, it's a great gift. And this is church. why, like, this is why, um, raising up elders is important, right? Having crucial, crucial and like coming into it with a team mentality. Uh, and so you might be in the Northeast thinking to yourself, how do we strengthen and grow as an elder team? How do we help, uh, uh, one of our, you know, young men that we see has some giftings as a candidate. How do we help bring them alongside because they, God may be calling them to pastoral ministry. Well, in the Northeast, we've got something here for you. Shepherd the flock, Pastor and Elder Retreat. It's sponsored by Acts 29 North Atlantic and Tithely. And so it's happening September 24th and 25th at Renovation Church in Syracuse, New York. Now they've got a great speaker, Dr. Matthew Barrett, and he's a professor at Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary and the founder of Credo Magazine. And you might be thinking, why is this conference or this retreat important? Well, it's important because it's designed to enhance the development of elders and pastors in biblically grounded churches in the Northeast region. Now, I totally believe there's going to be solid, practical teaching. There's going to be time for rest, and they promise good food. So make sure you get that good food. And all of which is going to inspire men to remain faithful to their calling, to shepherd the flock that God has given them. So if you are uh, a, a an individual, a, a one who is currently serving as an elder or pastor, so whether staff or non-staff, or you're being developed to be a potential elder in a local church, this retreat is for you. So you want to go get your tickets at renovation315.org slash shepherd 
And now as an added bonus, those who sign up between now and Friday, August 20th, will get Dr. Matthew's book, Simply Trinity, for free. Head on over to renovation315.org shepherd to register today. So when we look at discouragement, so you talked about being discouraged and, yeah. and, and maybe our own inadequacies. Is there anything else to be discouraged about? Yeah, I mean, I, maybe the most discouraging thing to me in the in my years of ministry at this church was uh, uh, the criticism of others. Uh, and yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now yeah. that can come in a lot of different ways. We're not going to talk about everything because just you couldn't you couldn't cover it. You might have struggles with your own marriage, just having you know the kind of encouragement you need from your spouse. Yeah. Maybe you know that's your fault. Maybe it's her fault. Whatever it might be, but the we in particular had a. Uh, previous pastor who still had contact with some at, of the, at the church that you were yes, replanting at the, at the church that I was trying to replant. Okay. Okay. And they got wind of some of the changes that uh, we were trying to make. And these were not me coming in just saying we're making changes. I always had a, uh, a core group of people, a majority of the people that I had to bring with. Mm-hmm. So I had to, had to work that way. And I, and I did, but they of course would blame me because if I hadn't come in, we wouldn't have been making a lot of those changes. Yeah. Um, and so, so the I previous would, pastor, not the previous but one of the previous. All right, FYI, for those of you that have <laughs> left a church and moved on to another one or have retired, stay out. Yeah, go away and stay, stay away. out. I mean, it used to be where former presidents didn't weigh in on the current administration. Do you know what I mean? Out yeah. of respect for the office. That's right. And to allow them to lead the country. Wow. Yeah. For for a pastor to step in. Yeah. Is to me, you should you of all people should know better. It's funny because I had this this one, and he he would write me letters every week for for several weeks. Uh, I think I lost at least fifteen pounds in a in about a two week period just because I couldn't eat, and uh, just just a lot of just a lot of stress. And I still have these letters um, as an illustration. I wish I had one with me. I could uh, read you some excerpts, but th- to hear someone that is. I was getting accused of all kinds of things. I was being threatened with lawsuits. What? Yeah. I mean, it just uh, insane, odd things. And it was so clear that none of these things were actually going to take place. But, you know, the criticisms, I wasn't, we didn't have a, a pianist at the time. We didn't have somebody playing an organ. Well, we, uh, we had we had people playing guitars. These were all criticisms. Wow, of our wow, so, wow, wow. So when you're getting, it's one thing if you criticize me and say, this is what your sermons are like. This is what, you know, some yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Where it's, it's really hard to understand. You're being too intellectual. You're being too whatever it might be. So you can work through that. But when, you know, I, I try to just let it brush off of me. Mm-hmm. Like, there can be criticisms that, of course, we're not, we don't have, if I, if I don't have somebody in the church that can play the piano, we're not going to put we're anybody not, on the piano. Yeah. And that's just the way it goes. Um, but you, you, we had to try to get some perspective in that, but it doesn't make it less discouraging. It still makes it a struggle yeah. day by day to just keep doing your job. Cause you just, I remember I, I still do this. I will get sometimes anxiety going to the mailbox. Wow. I, I used to go and try to grab the mail before my wife would grab the mail. Mm, so um, she didn't see that. It was yeah. Coming. So I, sometimes I would come home uh, during the time that the mail would come in just to, Hope, wow. hope that I would grab it first. Wow, I used to do that in in middle school and high school. <laughs> what? Report cards, blue slips. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't because I was a, a straight C student, so it was it was fine. Um, progress reports. I'm yeah. getting it first. <laughs> I, I would much rather be discouraged at my own 
downfall, fail, if, you know, if not failings, but you know what I mean? Like struggles as, and, and trying to grow or get, get some counseling, whatever it might be to try to be a better pastor, be a better minister and whatever I'm doing. But when, when somebody from the outside is talking to your people mm-hmm. and, and telling th- these, by the way, these letters were sent not just to me, but to the people in the church that this person knew. Wow. To the leader of the local association of Baptist, wow. Baptist convention. Now, hold on. Did that leader rebuke the individual? I, I doubt it. That's a I, failure. I, yes. And I believe they were also being sent to the state convention. And no one, none of <laughs> I, them. I, I haven't even thought about that in a while, but I think that's true. I think they were being sent on a, um, I, I was being given a list of the people it was being sent to as they were coming to me. Wow. As if that would somehow influence me to find oh, somebody to play the piano. I'm going to change. <laughs> and they didn't like the way I called my family, the, my fam or something. On t- like They would go to, through my social media and try to pick things out to yeah. criticize. Just, yeah. just crazy. So I know that there's people out there that are listening to this that are going through a lot. Yeah. And, and, and right now with COVID, like, like you brought up and just the – has there ever been a time in America or maybe ever in which so many people have shifted churches Hmm. because Hmm. when everybody had to stay home, like when is a better time to go to a different church? I get it. Yeah. If you felt like you might leave, that would be maybe the time to do it because you're not meeting together anyway. Um, And just knowing that so many pastors, I I remember saying to several different pastors, I, I'm, I'm, I, I feel for you and I'm unfortunately, it sounds kind of sad, but, I'm kind of glad I'm not in ministry at this moment. This is hard. Mm. It just has to be so hard. See, see, for me, when I uh, to hear about a previous pastor writing, like it's discouraging. But in my mind, I'm also like I, I would think I think of myself and I go, I don't uh, that I wouldn't care as much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Of course. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't care. What are you doing? You know, like I, I, that does that has little to no value to me. Yeah. But it's within the congregation. The people that know me, yes. the people that should hopefully be be the most charitable with me. Yeah. The people that have day by day or week by week seen me grow in in uh, in the gifts that God has given me, have seen me struggle at the same time, have have seen me repent, have seen yeah. me, you know, uh try to bounce back. Like it's it's those people that I value. I value if I receive criticism. Like even on the podcast, like we'll receive criticism for those outside the, uh, uh, of Redeemer. Yeah, I'm sorry, it doesn't. Like there are sometimes we receive constructive criticism, and I'm like, oh, that's helpful. Yeah, thank you. Uh, then there's other times where it's just, just angry, whatever. Yep. Meh. I can move along with that. Sure. But it's it, what I receive from within the church. I place of high value to me. Right. Because that's these are the ones that actually do see me. These are the ones that do know me. Um, and so how people go about that, even within the church is important. Yep. Right. Uh, when it's done graciously and lovingly, I receive that. Well, yeah. it's, it's still discouraging, yep. but, and not as a gossip, but too. not as a gossip, right? Yeah. You don't have to go and tell this to 12 other people. Then be like, Oh, now I'll go tell the pastor. Now and, I'll go tell the pastor. And I've stirred up some division or whatever it might be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, but then I've had it where, yeah, there's unfair criticism. Yeah. And you know, we went through a season, uh, uh, where I want to be, I want to be cautious on this, but we went through a season that it was, it was difficult and hard. And each of us as elders were like, what is going on right now? Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like we were incredibly discouraged. I think at each of us at separate moments had, had actually wondered like, should I be resigning right mm. now? Um, and yet by the grace of God, you know, we did not give in to that temptation to flee. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
And so, sorry, I say that I, I heard myself out loud and I want, I want to ask for forgiveness because I do think I, that made it sound like anyone that has been in this trial over the last year, um, and maybe moved on to another church or left the ministry yeah, makes it sound like they were cowardly fleeing. Mm. And, and I, I'm not saying that, please right. forgive me if that's the way it came across And my heart actually right now. It's like a little bit broken because mm. of that. Cause I don't, I don't want to ever give that impression because sure. brothers, I know what you've gone through and what you you're going through. And I know that decision is never easy. Mm. Um, but for me, I knew if I did it, it was to escape rather than to deal with. Yeah. Right. Uh, so please hear me. I'm not Our saying circumstances that. are different. Our yeah. circumstances are different. Sorry, because I, yeah. I don't want someone to paint that and to hear that with a broad brushstroke that I'm saying something, which yeah. is is by no means uh, what I intended. That, that's not what I wanted to come across. Yeah. Um, but and, it, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. And that's, it's interesting because kind of the, the, the one other way I would talk about discouragement in the church that at least comes up in, in my head with what I went through was comparing, you know, yeah. comparing yeah, yeah, to yeah. other churches and how just like even, even the fear you have in saying something a certain way, because you, you know, you know better than to try to do that comparison game and try to act like somebody's worse or somebody's better, you know, just you're on Twitter or Facebook and you're seeing how many baptisms another church is mm. doing or whatever it might mm-hmm, be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not in local church ministry in any paid way right now. And I still see those guys and feel jealous. And I'm like, I mean, well, I'm not, I don't really? have the ability to baptize people right now. You know, I don't have, I don't have the, so it's not, you know, why, why would I feel that? I, I should feel more disconnected, but it still is such a part of, uh, you know, what I did and, you know, in many ways, I'm sure when, when our church was young and we had good things happen, I probably said things publicly that maybe discouraged other people because they just felt like I'm, we're not there yet. Mm. And it's good for us to just all admit where we are and, and yeah. let it all and, be on God. And, and, not and, on and us. to recognize that what we put on Instagram and social media yep. is like 20% better of reality. Of course. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's all at of least, my pictures are from certain angles. It's from certain angles. You know, <laughs> you just kind of stretch that, that photo a little bit. It's like, dang, Jimmy lost some weight. <laughs> he, he's looking, what's the word? Svelte? He's looking, uh, is that the word? Is that, is that you, a word? You look svelte now. Is that the word? Is that the word? I don't know what. What does that mean? I know what skinny means. Is that svelte? No, isn't svelte I like? Look, look it up. I'm looking it up. All right. But yeah, I mean, we see that. And, and you know, people put, uh, you know, the best foot forward. Oh, slender and elegant. No, see, <laughs> yeah. the elegant part is how I was thinking of svelte. I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, because you're, you're svelte in that way. Yeah, you're very but, elegant. Oh, uh, yeah, cool, dude. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, not slender. No, you're, you know, if we do comparisons, we could, you know. Would like svelte be the, be the fat and elegant? No. Uh, you're cuddly. I'm cuddly. Thank you. Yeah. I, I appreciate that very, very much. Snuggly. Well, Steve, it's easy for people to be discouraged. Um, and we need to remind ourselves and, and, and everyone else that our encouragement and our calling comes from the Lord. And so where he has placed us at this time is where he has placed us and that he would give us the strength uh, to be able to go through this. And knowing that our affirmation is is in doing the work of Christ faithfully and fully in our local congregation. And so while it's nice to get the, the pats on the back and the high fives, what's really satisfying to me is knowing I am faithfully living out the calling that God has placed upon me. Mm. Um 
And I have to always remind myself of that. Live, that live for his approval. Living for his approval. Absolutely. Amen. Well, Steve, thank you so much for uh, co-hosting this week, man. It's been great. Love having you on. I know our listeners love you and they've, they've heard a lot about you. Where can people find you online? Uh, well, I don't do as much stuff as I used to do, but you can find me on Twitter. Steve K. McCoy on Twitter, at Steve K. McCoy. Uh, I'm on Instagram, probably the same. Yeah. I don't even know. You don't I, don't, even know. I don't advertise it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just I still have a lot of followers. I just... Oh, nice flex. I know. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying I'm back so when good. I was active, I have the active amount of followers. I'm mm-hmm. just not as active. <laughs> well, head on over to Instagram and Twitter and look for Steve K. McCoy. Yes. Pond. Steve K. McCoy. <laughs> no, not Pond. <laughs> Steve K. Not McCoy. Make pond. sure you give him a follow and thank him uh, for what he's done. And, and thank you. Uh, our uh, podcast sponsor for this week, Shepherd the Flock, Pastor and Elder Retreat. Uh, head on over to renovation315.org slash shepherd for more information and to register today. So you can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, docsdevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at the store, jofostore.com, and grab some gear. we got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. we got blog posts and video content over at the website. We've also got that all-access exclusive content. we got Banter of Truth on Tuesdays and Weekday Wisdom Monday through Friday. Head on over to drvoucher.com slash all-access to register today. Later. Mm-hmm.